one quote that really stuck for me was by Steve Jobs. And it says, you cannot connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of season two of Tell Me More. Firstly, like always, I'd like to thank all my listeners for being so supportive, for removing your valuable time to listen to this podcast and for this community who is growing one step at a time. I know there are some kind of people who come out here are the type who want to be in the top 1% in the world or they are trying to achieve something. They try to be the best version of themselves. It's not being perfect, but it's being comfortable. And I'm so glad that you're here and I'm so glad that we all are on, this, no, on the same journey and we're going down the same path, you know. And I can assure you that this particular episode will make you actually think that why is it that your goals don't work? What is it that, you know, you have to think about when it comes to your goals? So I'm more than happy to introduce you to our new guest. Her name is Kay, Kathleen Denden. Now, Kate is a dynamic forward-thinking person. She's a master's level public health professional with experience in community health promotion and prevention. With a focus of total wellness, she specializes in planning, policy development, media relations, community mobilization, uh, program design and implementation and management. Catherine assists communities, groups, and individuals to increase their quality of life. Kate is also an authentic you know, leader who leads with her heart, and she listens to her clients to develop their vision statement and to create a roadmap towards their change. So I'm so happy to introduce you to Kathleen Gendon. Kathleen, we are so thankful that you're here today. So, okay, firstly, thank you so much for coming on to this show. I know it's pretty early out there and I'm so glad that you could remove some time and be here. And I'm sure that when my listeners listen to this, they're also going to get some really insightful things to, you know, follow in their life. And we're just really glad to have you out here. So um, the first thing I would like to ask you is that we, uh, the topic is all about, you know, setting goals and identifying obstacles. So according to you, what are the different types of goals that people can set in their life? So great question. And thank you for having. So there's all different um, goals that you can set in your life, depending on where you want to focus. So there's career, personal um, relationships, spiritual, um, financial. So, you know, hobbies, those are all different types of goals that people can set. It doesn't have to be one, you know, general goal. It's best to kind of pick Mm -hmm. an area you want to focus on. Okay. So uh, when you talk about financial goals, spiritual goals, um, there are a lot of things that, you know, people can set goals in. But specifically, when you're just starting off, when you've just come out of your teen years, and, you know, mainly your goals at that point of time are just, you know, something which are related to your personal development, or you have some really minor or trivial goals in your life at that point of time. But as you hit your 20s, or as you hit adulthood, uh, what are some goals that people should definitely focus on? Great question. Um, so when you're like coming out in your 20s, you, you know, have or just having fun and just maybe have gotten through schooling and maybe you're out on your own or maybe you wish to be out on your own. So sometimes thinking about you know, what you want your life to look like in the next year or two, kind of planning it out. Um, but before you, you know, have a goal, it's like, why do you want that goal? What is um, this goal going to bring to your life. So maybe in your twenties, you're looking at, um, you know, getting a new job. So kind of, you know, figuring out like, okay, you know, 
by the end of this year, I am so happy and grateful that I have applied to 15 um, jobs and maybe, you know, you have one. So kind of looking at it like that, or I'm so happy and grateful that I have saved up enough money to move out of my parents' house and have an apartment. So some goals um, are related to that, but you, you know, you want to have a reason why it shouldn't be like um, something that is very easy to obtain. Like it should scare you a little bit. Um, And, Mm -hmm. you know, in your twenties, that is a little scary as you get out trying to navigate what you should do and kind of realizing you are an adult and that does involve um, some more things than just attending class and, and going out with your friends. So it's really thinking about how you want your life to go. I mean, it could be endless for people and everyone's at a different spot. So I can't Mm -hmm. compare my goal to yours if I was in my 20s because they'd be so different. And sometimes Mm -hmm. we have these beliefs and our thoughts that we should have certain goals because our family, our religion, or our parents have told us that. And maybe that's not us. and, And we need to kind of like break that out of our head. Right, right. So I, I believe that's what like I think your twenties are about you know experimenting and breaking those beliefs as you said you know certain beliefs that have been set either by your parents your society or uh, you know the people around you or even something that you believed about yourself because when you're transiting from your teens to your adulthood there are a lot of things that you kind of compromise about yourself because you want to fit in with the crowd or you want to feel accepted and I think twenties is all about you know figuring out that okay who am I really and what is it that I want you know aside from probably a partner aside from a family aside from every single thing it also is the time when you as you said you know you set the goals which are do you want to be a spiritual person and if yes then how do you go forward with it if it's about your career it's about your personal life your financial life and it's all about the small goals that you start in your early 20s which you probably see an incremental growth and you'll see the fruit of it or the benefit of it in your 30s probably uh i'm too early to speak about that because i've just i mean i'm just two years into my 20s so yeah Um, i'm so exciting though because you have (laughs) Your whole life, like you, um, in the society that I am a part of, you live your life by design, by not by default. So in your 20s, if you understand that you don't want to live like a lukewarm life, you want to have desires and passions and you can envision yourself retiring by the water or retiring and, you know, having all these grandchildren and what you want that to look like. Like really figure that out. And maybe it's, you know, you want to have that big office in the corner. That's great. But you're going to have milestones along the way to make sure that you're getting to that goal because, um, you know, you want to have them so that you have to understand that sometimes goals take a lot longer than we expect. And um, when you're making those specific goals, you have to understand that time sometimes we don't have control over certain things. So it's important that we realize that. Right. So, um, I mean, considering that we're speaking about goals and uh, when people are setting goals, they essentially start setting their goals, like probably, you know, around Christmas and they're like, okay, I'm going to start following it from 1st of Jan. But then 1st of Jan rolls in and they're still in the holiday mood. Uh, First week of Jan is done and uh, people just fall back into their old patterns. So how would you suggest somebody should go forward with setting their goals and how do they actually stick to it during this time? Right. So uh, most people don't, 
either. They have a goal that they set and usually something that it should be like, it should be on your survival list that you're going to, you know, take off your makeup every night before you go to bed or that you have an organized closet. So it should be more of a desire and not a behavior change. The reason why a lot of times goals don't stick is that we're not um, focusing on our mindset. We're not reframing Mm -hmm. our thoughts. So we're still thinking Mm -hmm. the same thoughts, but just doing a different behavior. So you're ultimately going to fall back to what you were doing because your thoughts are still the same. You have some Mm -hmm. limiting beliefs that are showing up as your reality. So you okay. need to kind of look at that and, you know, what would the person that you aspire to be do? Would they go to the gym? Would they dress differently? Um, you know, would they act differently towards friends or family? You know, being that higher version of yourself and then following through because you're kind of changing your mindset that way. Um, because if you don't have a why or a desire, the goals often are unsuccessful, so it mm-hmm. has to be something that you that you want. Um, otherwise, you're going to stop doing that. So you can do the physical work, which is often the easy part of the goal. But if you don't have the mental um, creations in your head of moving forward, then a lot of times that's why they don't follow through. So a lot of times people, okay. you know, join the gym, they do the behavior of the gym, but they still have um, that thought in their head that there's never enough time or I'm going to the gym and I'm not seeing any results. So I'm going to, to quit. So you have to, um, really focus in on that because, you know, you're, you're not going to be motivated every day, but you do have to take one action towards your goal every day. Right. Right. You're right. I, in fact, this year I followed something different. I didn't so wait till you know Christmas to set my goals. I set my goals in November itself, and I started following it since then. So November, December, it's kind of like getting me into the mood that yeah, I have to definitely do this. You know, next year. So when Jan rolls in, I'll already be in uh, kind of like you know a uh, momentum, and I'll already have the momentum to follow it through entire of next year. And I'm not going to. Pro- yes, definitely, as you said, you're not motivated every day. You're not going to be able to do it with the same zeal and the same energy every single day. So you have to take certain parts, as you mentioned, if when it comes to the gym, okay, um, maybe you don't want to do an entire set, you just probably drive towards, towards the gym and you just go and, you know, just move around a little bit. And it's never that you're going to stop after just, you know, entering the gym, you are definitely going to do end up doing something and moving out. So yeah, that's one more way that you can go about it. And um, Kate, when we uh, discuss about, you know, obstacles that come towards goals, uh, how do you identify these obstacles related to your goals that when you set a goal and you see that you're uh, not consistent with it and you're kind of con- constantly, you know, getting out of it and getting into it? How do you overcome that obstacle? Um, well, first, I want to thank you that you already did your um, goal in November, because a lot of times people wait for January 1st or the start of a school year to have their fresh start. And yeah. when you already start it, it's just becomes part of your behavior because right it takes 21 days mostly for a habit to kind of stick um and that's where you kind of go through the obstacles and you're most motivated but you're always going to have you know different types of obstacles or challenges sometimes that happens when you take your eye off the goal um and you're letting fear set into your mind and you're letting um your old paradigm your own way of thinking come back So um, that's where you would kind of work with a life coach or um, if you don't have one to kind of write down like why do you have this? And a lot of it goes back to our mindset that something has come up 
that we're thinking about poorly about ourselves or society is saying this, or we have not prioritized ourselves to reach that mm-hmm. goal. What is coming, you know, what is affecting it? Maybe it was you're sick and even that like life happens and you have to just restart, but you have to commit to restarting. Or maybe someone said something to you about your goal that made you feel bad and you're afraid or embarrassed or your family members are unsupportive or something to that effect. And you have to mm-hmm. learn to, you know, be resilient and that's going to happen. So sometimes we don't always share a goal with everyone because everyone has an opinion about what you're going to do, you know? So um, you want to keep it kind of close to you for a little bit, but um, you know, we are going to have obstacles and challenges um, whether it's time management um, because there always is enough time. It's just the way that you manage it. Um, Mm -hmm. And maybe it's just making a different schedule, especially if you're in your twenties and maybe you're still going to school or, you're working part-time jobs and you're not, and you know, you have a goal and then your, you know, the times of your works are interfering with that. So it's just kind of, you know, taking a step back and relooking at the bigger picture. Um, Cause yeah. you're to get your goal is not one straight line. You know, you're going to have some ups and downs and that's normal. And sometimes yeah. you're going to fail at first and that's okay. But what's more important is that you get up and you try again and you continue. Yeah. Um, Cause most people don't do that. And I think you, um, I think that's a loss because they were, you know, they were so close, but most people quit because they don't get the quick gratification and the results from it. That's right. And what you mentioned about fear, I had actually, I was speaking to somebody and somebody mentioned that, you know, I'm so scared that I'll not be able to achieve that goal. And I'm so scared that I'm going to fail at doing this. And uh, what came to my mind is how, if you're scared, if fear is the factor that's keeping you away from achieving your goal, why can't it also be your driving factor? That Why aren't you scared that you you are going to not be that person who you want to be? Why aren't you scared that you're not going to live that sort of life that you want to live? And uh, when you mentioned about, you know, uh, people who are around you who are not supporting your goals, one of the things that I experienced when I was trying to achieve certain goals is that I started surrounding myself with people who had a similar mindset. So when I was around people who are, you know, concerned about their health and they wanted to probably do yoga, meditation, I felt uplifted. I felt like somebody was supporting my goals. Somebody else had the same ideology, and you are pushed a little more towards it. Like your surrounding matters a lot, essentially when it's the start of your goals, you know. Um, yes, and that's so important, and I'm so happy that you said that because when you have these goals, you feel so empowered when you're around other like-minded individuals. So you have right. to kind of find your tribe or people in a group or society that kind of get you in a way that they get that your goal, they get that you're either at some certain stage of level of getting of that. And there's many ways to find these tribes, whether it's online or joining groups or just, you know, finding um, organizations that, you know, like yoga, like that, do that. So I think the more people that you surround yourself with, um, the better you are because you are like, the five people that are in your life, like your five best friends, that kind of dictates like who you are and where you're going to go in life. So you always want to be around people that are smarter than you because you're going to learn from them. Like, you know, so it's okay not to know everything or be in a room with with people who knew more because Mm -hmm. that is taking a scary leap. So that is one way to your goal. And it's going to ensure that you learn something. And I think that if you're so grateful that you have that around you, you're just going to aspire more people 
And then certain people who had these objections to your goal, you'll start that to see them more interested because they're going to be like, wow, like they're really doing it. And that's, you know, right. awesome. And most people let fear um, stand in your way, but you just got to go through it. I think going through it, it every time you do it is, is so scary, but you do it again and it becomes maybe a uh, less hard, but that's good because the only way to be ch- to change, in my opinion, is you got to get a little uncomfortable. Otherwise you're going to stay in that safe zone, right? And you're going to just be that slow passenger living the same life and, and not, you know, achieving what you would really desire. That's true. That's really, really true. And how do you think people should like normally when people set goals, um, they tend to set these really huge goals, which are not achievable. So how do they set realistic goals? How do they go about that? So, right. So we're not going to, you know, um, solve all the world's problems every new year, but you want to pick a goal that you can see yourself um, achieving maybe by the end of the year um, and what you want different about your life. Like, why do you want this goal? Why is it so important for you to be physically fit? Is it because if you're not physically fit, you're not going to be able to do your job? And, and you know, or if you're not like consciously saving money, are you not going to be able to, you know, go into a doctorate or a master's program or move out of the house? So you really want to know what the end result goal is for you, because if you don't have that, like, it's easy to give up on that, right? But if you know that you're saving money for a certain thing, um, for a reason that's going to change your life to get you to the place of that next level is important. So sometimes it's like, okay, I'm, you know, in 2023, I am going to put $10 aside each week, so that I can be able to purchase um, a car or put a down payment on a car so that I can get around and do my job. So there are certain things that will, that help because that comes from a desire that you want at the end of that year. Like when you look back at 2023, what do you want to say that you achieved? And then maybe start making your goal from that. So kind of working backwards. So, um, you know, if you want to grow a bigger, um, viewers and podcasts, like, how are you going to do that each day? And yeah, then yeah. like, yeah, you know, I'm so happy and grateful. I booked this many guests and I'm on, you know, linked to so many pages. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's going to bring you success if that's something that you want with your business. Um, so I think right. that's so important or, you know, I'm so grateful that I have gotten a job or I've asked for a $10,000 raise but you have to figure Mm -hmm. out how are you going to work on that? Like, how are you adding value to other lives to help you achieve it? Because you can't just expect things to happen to you. You have to actually take action and work for them. Right. You're right. And there was this one more thing that you mentioned, you know, about action. So uh, when I initially wanted a life change and an entire lifestyle change, um, I'd set down my goals and I'd like written on a piece of paper and just like there's pros and cons, okay? I had uh, advantages and disadvantages written next to it. So every time, let's say if I wanted to do a course that would get me closer to my particular goal and I knew that I'm, you know, invited for a lunch or a dinner or anything related to, you know, just going and having a good time, I used to write it down and I'm like, okay, 
if I miss this particular, you know, coaching session right now, what's going to be the benefit of it? Like for me in probably, you know, 10 days or maybe a week's time. Okay. And if the benefits were more than the disadvantages, I would go ahead with it. And if it wasn't, I would just stick back and do it. And I feel like it's something which is a little more tedious, but to be a little more cognizant and to be a little more aware of your actions, to know that, you know, just skipping onto that one lunch that you could probably have with your girlfriends or you could have with anybody, okay, again and again and again, it's okay to like skip it once and just focus on your goals. It's going to happen again, but probably your goals would be, you know, very time bound. And maybe after a couple of years, you might not be able to do the same thing, might not be able to put the same energy or the same time into it and into achieving that. What do you think about it? I think that's great, right? What is the cost benefit value to that? How is, you know, if you're going out to dinner or whatever with your friends and skipping out on the work that you should be doing. Well, that's procrastinating and that's not going to get you towards it. So, I mean, it does hurt like, right. Cause we don't want to miss out on anything in life. I think yeah. we can agree on that, but I think honing down and doing that um, is discipline and that discipline and that focus is going to drive you to success. And, right. you know, lunches are always are going to be there. Like the restaurant's never going to not be there or it'll just be a different one. Um, and, you know, your friends should support you doing that. And then maybe right. you, you know, schedule it on a time when you don't have to work or they're more cognizant right. about making plans, but you have to have that desire. Like, you know, like if you, it's called, we call it calendar integrity, but like if you write it down mm-hmm. to do something for your goal in your calendar, doesn't matter how you feel, you show up and do it. Right. So if you're right. going to, if you have that, you have a session to do something towards your goal, but you know, on the other side, there's this gathering, there's, you know, a TV show, a concert, like you, you know, you set your time, you have to show up or you let your fear push it off to another day. No, you're going to do it. Right. So, I mean, I think it's hard to get used to it. And I mean, but you show up and you do it and you're accountable for yourself because you're the only one that's going to is responsible for that. So that's that's so important that, that you do that because then you're just one step closer to doing that. You're not sure you could have a huge ripple effect by just showing up from that one session. Right. Some people are nervous about networking and everything like that, but you do have to do that in this society to kind of meet people that are going to advance you forward. Right. That's very true. And Kate, I mean, this is the last thing that I would like to, you know, ask you is that what is the one piece of advice that you've received or you've come across that you would like to share and you've not forgotten it ever? Sure. So I really thought about this because, you know, when you're in your twenties, like it's, you have your whole life in front of you. You're so excited and you get to do so much. And I think the one thing that, um, One quote that really stuck for me was by Steve Jobs, and it says, you cannot connect the dots looking forward, you can only connect them looking backwards. So you just have to trust the dots 
will somehow connect you to your future. Um, so you have to trust in something, your gut, your destiny, life, karma, whatever that may be to you. Um, but this approach never let him down. Like you may not see the next dot. It will just come to you and it's not going to make sense or you're not going to be able to figure it out. It will really reveal itself. And then eventually you'll see how all the dots connected you to where you need to be. And I think that's important when you're, you know, when you're scared and you're in your twenties or not sure what to do, just take the jump. Like you probably don't have much to lose. That's true. That's true. That's a really beautiful quote. I know I, I've heard about it and I do believe in that too, that it can, and it, I've seen it also happen personally that every time I thought that and I contemplated, should I go ahead and do something? Um, two, three years down the line, it did make sense. And it was the thing that if I wouldn't have done it, my entire path would have been completely different. So yes, you can only connect the dots by looking backwards, never forwards. And that's uh, what, yeah. having said, yeah, I'm sorry. And yeah. that's why it's so important to try different things in your 20s. Exactly, exactly. That is that that's it's the time. It's you know, many people think that thirties is the time that you start thinking about how you want your life to be. But actually it is, you know, twenty to twenty-five is the time you experiment maximum. Twenty-five to thirty is when you've already, you know, you actually start implementing these experimentations. So if your experimentation starts from twenties, you start experimenting that time, your implementation uh, imp- uh, implementing starts from 25 to 30 and in th- during your 30s you start seeing all the goals and you start seeing all the you know results coming out and it is not going to be something that's going to happen overnight it is actually a decade worth of experimentation and implications and failures that make it happen for you one day right and overnight success yeah. hardly happens so we just have to remember that um that's kind of a movie society thing and it's you know it's okay to be different than what people say and you know to walk your own line as long as you're reaching the goal and desire that you choose to be so um it's just important to have the goals because then when you're as you age you're only closer to success and to living that life that you dreamt of when you were in your 20s that's true. That's true. Thank you so much, Kate. This has been great. And uh, everything that we discussed has been so insightful. I'm so glad that you could, you know, be here and you could talk about this particular topic. I'm sure that we're, for everyone who's moving, you know, on and they're going to be in 2023 planning about their goals. When they hear this episode, they're going to be, be a little more clear about their goals, have a little more clarity and be able to go forward with 2022 with like a positive, you know, mindset. Awesome. Well, thank you. And good luck with those goals. And if you need help, I'm happy to help you. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed recording this. If you like a particular line of the episode, do share it on your story and tag me at tmm.pod. You can follow me on tmmpod and feel free to reach out and give me your feedback or topics you would want me to speak about. Have a great day. Bye.